Hello, and welcome to Conversations Worth Your While, a show in which I chat with authentic, heart-centered experts about interesting topics to spark, inspire, and motivate both personal and professional change. And today's topic is managing stress through mental fitness. And this conversation is worth your while because um, we're tired of living life way out of balance. Sometimes our health is totally compromised. We're stressed out. Relationships are compromised. And we just can feel like we're on this total hamster wheel. But what we really want is a clear head. We want to be able to focus better, have better productivity, have improved health and well-being. We want to have better communication, better relationships. And we're, 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 we're struggling to get this. So we've got this topic today. And what we're going to help you do is something so cool. We're going to help you to immediately begin to manage these negative emotions right in the moment. I mean, right when they're happening. And that's amazing. So I'm your host, Linda Booker. I am a speaker and a master coach and a ripple maker and a show host, amongst other things. And I believe that each of us has unique gifts to share with the world and that you are here to make big, beautiful ripples that no one else can make. So I'm here to help heart-centered leaders to make a splash that ripples positively in the world. And this show is one of the ways that I do it. I bring you informative conversations with heart-centered guest experts who are making ripples of their own. And today I have the pleasure of being joined by Lisa Hammett, success and mental fitness coach who is making big, beautiful ripples in a really unique way. Lisa helps executives and high-performing business owners to manage stress to move past burnout and to get healthy. So hi, Lisa, thank you for being with us today. Hi, Linda, thanks so much. It's great to be here. Well, I enjoy having you. I always enjoy talking with you. I'm excited that you're on the show today. Um, can you tell our audience a little bit more about what you do and who you do it for, who you serve and how you are making positive ripples in the world? Absolutely. So as you had mentioned, my, my niche are executives and high-performing business owners, but you know, I, I help others as well. But many people come to me because they've reached a point in their life where they've maybe siloed themselves in a career where they might be very good at what they do and they're highly paid, but they're miserable. And that hamster wheel that you shared and discussed, it's, it's very real. Their life is completely out of balance. Their relationships are suffering and they they don't know how to move past it. So I've helped individuals move past toxic uh, work environments, uh, build confidence and create a vision for their future and just get healthy because in, often in a lot of cases when they're super stressed out, health is the first thing to go. Mm, so completely. Awesome. Well, thank you for that. Um, I know that uh, you and I have this in common, and I, what's really interesting is we're we're doing the same thing in the world, coming at it from not two different directions. It's pretty interesting, actually. Um, so um, I completely have a history, and I'm going to go back to like 2009, but it was probably 10 years before. There's like a 10-year period where I felt this exact way that you were saying. I was completely out of balance. I was misaligned. I didn't know it at the time. I didn't know that who I was and what I was meant to be doing was totally different than 
who I was showing up as and what I was actually doing. Um, and so I was not just out of balance because I was an overachiever, which yes, I am. I'm guilty as charged, but out of balance because I was not in alignment with who I was. So my, I was showing up at work every day, later and later and later. I was self-sabotaging. <laughs> I could not get my butt out of bed and get to my desk by eight o'clock. I just couldn't do it. And this was after like 27 years of a very good career and, and being a high achiever and doing pretty well at work and moving up that, you know, that whole ladder. Um, of course, when I got to the, I didn't get to the top, but I got to like third of the top ring. And then I was like, wait a minute, I'm on the wrong ladder. And um, the stress was incredible. And it affected how I showed up with my children, how I showed up with my friends and my parents. Um, and I remember waking up one day and saying, oh my God, this is not the life I'm meant to be living. I'm not meant to be feeling this way. And I couldn't sleep for more than 15 minutes at a time. My back and neck were a mess. I, my gallbladder was working at about a 25% capacity. Um, my, the spine surgeon wanted to put shots in my spine. I was a complete mess. And I had no idea that it was all stress. And it was all because I was completely out of balance. I know you went through something similar if you would like to share it. So true. I, that completely resonates with me. Um, I equate my burnout to slamming into a wall at full speed and just being knocked out. I had no more mental bandwidth to continue in my existing environment. You know, I was well paid and I was that individual who had siloed themselves into a career that I was successful and good at, but I was so miserable and it was such a toxic environment. There was a lot of nepotism. I was not sleeping either. I was lucky. A good night's sleep was maybe five hours mm -hmm. and I was grossly overweight as a result. And I was suffering from chronic migraines, digestive issues. You know, my husband and I had not been married that long and our marriage was really rocky. I was a mess and he implored me. He's like, you have got to quit this job because it's, it's killing you, literally killing you. And so I made a desperate decision in a really without a lot of forethought and left, just exited a long-term career without a strategy of how to replace my income. And as a result, caused a lot of financial hardship for many years, including bankruptcy. And that could have all been prevented had I better manage my stress. Right. Yeah. I, I made an abrupt exit as well. <laughs> <laughs> because I was um, a widow with three small children and, Ugh. you know, making a pretty decent income, especially for living in Buffalo, New York was a really high income for Buffalo. And um, when I quit my job, my parents thought I was a crazy person. Like you have three mouths to feed. Are you insane? I'm like, I would be insane if I stayed in that one minute longer because yeah. it's eating me alive. And I need to show the example to my kids that when you know, when something's wrong for you, you get out and you find what's right for you. You make a change. You don't, you know, just like settle. I didn't want to teach my children to settle and settle for poor health. Just like you, I was about, I had about like 22 extra pounds on me that I didn't know where they came from. It was all stress because yep. after I quit my job, they all melted off and I was still eating Oreos and ice cream. So <laughs> the big difference, let's pull it back to what we're talking about today. The big difference wasn't just quitting my job. That was the first step. That was the taking charge of my life saying, I, I know I can't go on like this anymore. 
Um, I know it's wrong for me. I know it's bad for my health. So I got to do something different. So I quit. And, um, but that wasn't really the big change. The big change came when I went to school to become a life coach. And I learned what we're going to be talking about today really is this positive intelligence and how to navigate through life, how to deal with these negative emotions, um, how to deal with the stress, how to actually prevent it. I actually had a webinar once I taught and I said, um, Stress is inevitable. Being stressed out is optional. And that totally. was like a big aha for people. Love that. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So true. Yeah. And um, so you and I both from different trainings, completely different trainings, we've learned these concepts and I incorporate it every day into my life. And people are amazed. Like, how come when all that storm's swirling around you, you can stay, still say peaceful and positive? You know, how do you do it? And it's practice. It's like yoga. You're going to fall out of the poses, but you got to practice, 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 practice. So let's talk a little bit today about um, how you and I each have learned how to do this and how we help our clients. We teach. We're both teachers. We're both speakers and coaches. Mm -hmm. So we're teaching these incredible tools to people so that they can navigate through life with ease. Basically, I think bottom line is I help people make their lives easier, right? Like bottom Mm -hmm. line, (laughs) I got all this there's words I can put around that, but that is the bottom line. So this is how I can keep, and you can keep a clear headed focus, right? We can improve our productivity and our health. Oh my gosh. My health got so much better when I learned these things. And when I started practicing them, my well being is beautiful. I'm so much better able to communicate with people. I have so much more clarity. And I know you probably uh, have the same. So um, what, without spilling the beans yet, because we'll talk about what this positive, this, what is this positive intelligence? What is mental fitness? We're going to talk about that in like two minutes, but um, what was the shift for you? I I said, I lost weight and I learned how to navigate more beautifully. And people look at me like, how do you, why are you so happy all the time? It's so positive. (laughs) What's been your experience? Well, it really was just learning to shift my mindset ultimately, because for whatever we do in life, it's really about 80% mindset and 20% actual actions. Mm -hmm. You know, we can desire to lose weight, we can desire to reduce stress, improve our communication. But bottom line, if our head's not in the game, we will never be successful. So I went through a very intentional journey on learning how to shift my mindset. And that's why positive intelligence just really um, appealed to me, because it's based on neuroscience, cognitive behavioral theory, positive psychology. Um, The founder, Shirzad Shamin, he's a PhD, and he teaches graduate students at Stanford University. He created this uh, concept of positive intelligence as a way to do exactly what you and I just shared it to, you know, manage your stress, get healthy, improve your communication, have laser focus, um, and really just be able to shift quiet, all that negative mind trash that tends to bubble up from our subconscious and shift to a positive perspective so that we can live our, our best life. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So, um, Let's just talk about this this term, positive intelligence. What is it? Why does it matter? Give us a little education in this. 
So again, the positive intelligence, you know, as I said, it's, it's really science backed research and it's not, you know, there's this concept out there that, Oh, your mindset, it's this woo woo mystical thing. No, it's, it's all, it is. I mean, it's amazing what our brains can do, but this concept is all based on you know, neuroscience, cognitive behavioral theory. And Shirzad actually did extensive research uh, with CEOs, YPOs, um, graduate students on how this can really impact your life. And basically at the core of it is mental fitness. And mental fitness is truly the act of recognizing those negative thought patterns. And in the positive intelligence world, we call them saboteurs. And that could be, you mentioned the hyperachiever. I'm also hyperachiever. It could be like a people pleaser. It could be hyperrational. Um, could be the judge, just to name a few. But it's recognizing them, intercepting them, and then being able to shift to a positive mindset. And there is a technique, which I know we'll talk about in a little bit, to actually shift to where you shift, where you intercept, and you actually shift to that positive mindset. And it's pretty cool. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. And and it becomes a habit um, for me. Um, matter of fact, you know, I've been doing this for about 14 years. So you do anything for 14 years, you're probably going to be pretty darn good at it. So I, sometimes I'm not even aware that I'm doing it. Um, but I do have these, um, these little uh, things that I just say once in a while, like if I wake up in the middle of the night with monkey mind, that's what I call it monkey mind, because, you know, there's something that I'm trying to work out, figure out whatever. Um, and then of course, some thought patterns come in, you know, well, you're never going to figure this out, blah, 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 all that, whatever. I just recognize that that's just a thought. To me, a thought is something to be demoted. It's not a truth. A truth I want to hang out to. A thought is just a bunch of noise. It's a ticker tape. It's some negative clouds going through the sky. I don't need to lasso down these gray clouds and pull them over and let them rain on me. Oh, bother like Eeyore. You know, I don't need to do that. Um, so I just say, I actually say in my head, the words, it's just a thought. It's just a thought. Cause a thought to me holds no, it, it's, it just doesn't, I, I won't, I choose not to believe it. Cause you know, when I was a little kid, I used to have thoughts that there were monsters under my bed. Just because I thunk it didn't mean it's true, right? right. <laughs> so, thoughts are not facts. <laughs> they are not facts. No. And um, so that is something that I go to right away. And that's what you're saying, which is the recognize it. Recognize it and intercept it. I'm like, whoo, I'm, I'm, I'm having the thought that there are monsters under my bed. I'm having the thought that I'm never going to achieve this goal. I'm having the thought that so-and-so shouldn't be so mean to me, right? It's still just a thought, right? That's my thought. And I'm choosing to not allow that thought to rule my life in that moment. So I'm, I'm, you got to recognize that that's the first thing. Um, Cause without recognizing that you're having the thought, you can't do, you can't shift the mindset. The mindset's about the thought, right? But what happens is what's faster is that fear center, right? Our amygdala, that things that you're being chased by a saber to the tiger. And so we feel the physical and emotional um, neg negativity first before, and our brains won't even catch up if we're focused on that. It, it takes longer for our cerebral cortex to get involved and say, wait a minute, we're not actually in danger. So um, that's why we tend to like 
react and because we don't recognize we're actually that that's the thinking that's causing the emotion. And that is one of the most important truths that I've ever learned. And it's made my life so much better is to recognize every negative emotion I've ever had, unless I'm actually in physical danger. So I'm not going to, because that happens with people. So we have to put that aside. But if I'm not in physical, immediate physical danger, every negative emotion I feel belongs to me. And it's a product of my mindset and what I'm thinking about. And if I don't know what I'm thinking about, it's my job to say, what are you thinking that's causing this negative emotion? Yeah, it's, you know, negative emotions are are good for the second that is an awareness that, okay, you know what, something needs to change. I'm being triggered from something. And yes, to kind of be inquisitive as to what's causing that, but then to shift because if we sit there and stew in that negative emotion, that's when it starts to derail our communication, our health and well-being, our productivity. So it, it's really, it's almost like an alert on your phone. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, here's a negative emotion. All right, there's the alert. It's time to shift. And then utilizing that mental fitness skill to shift to a positive perspective. Yes, absolutely. I love that you mentioned that it has a purpose. We cannot improve our thought patterns if we're not aware of them. And we can't become aware of them unless we're experiencing the, the, the symptoms of them. So that negative emotion, that trigger, that zero to 60 anger you just had for no reason, it seems like there's a reason that was there. It was there to show you that there's a place for, that, that you need to shift through to get to the other side of it's showing you that you must be having a a subconscious or, or a, you know, usually a subconscious thought. So it's kind of like our job to be like, Oh, where did that come from? Yeah. (laughs) Because we just got the gift of, of recognition that there's something there for us to deal with. And we've got to do our own work. No one else can do that for us. No one else can do that for us. And um, so for the people who are in the land of, hoping and waiting, hoping for something to change and waiting for it to happen, they will never find the happiness that you and I find and cultivate and practice every day because you and I recognize happiness is an inside job. Absolutely. <laughs> this is how we do it. So we're given some beautiful tools here today. So let's just um, talk a little bit about, in a nutshell, taking something away today because we promised at the beginning that we're going give, to give our audience a way to like in the moment, like not have to go practice some big long thing and become some spiritual guru, right? You don't have to do that. There's <laughs> things you can do right in this moment to shift your mindset and relieve that stress so that you don't have all those physical problems so that you can communicate better. So you can keep that mental clarity. So in a nutshell, what would you tell someone to do if they like, right? Like one thing you can do right now. Okay, so imagine that you are in a business meeting with somebody and they are speaking and you're getting triggered and you're feeling that negative energy bubble up and your desire is to just blurt out a response. So you've almost stopped listening to what they're saying because you're reacting so much. Okay, that's a hijacking of a saboteur. So what you can do is focus on something on their face that you can see. So 
I, in my case, if, if you were the person that I was talking to and you were triggering me, I would look at maybe the shape of your eyes or the color of your iris or maybe the shape of your nose, um, something identifying on your face. Because what is happening is when you focus on something else, it's starting to de-escalate that negative emotion. It never completely goes away, but it de-escalates it. So then you're able to shift to a positive perspective where you have that rational mind and you're not just so inclined just to react, but you're able then to reply with clear-headed focus, peace and calm. You could actually practice active listening because oftentimes when we're triggered, that's the last thing we want to do. But active listening is so important because what we're hearing could be very different from what the person speaking to us intended us to hear. So by active listening, we can clarify that, okay, so Linda, this is what I hear you saying. And you can then say, yes, that's true. Or, oh no, that's not what I meant. And then that in itself can also deescalate a situation. Um, real quickly, one thing that I used when I had my TED talk before I went on stage so that I would feel calm and grounded, I did something, I just rubbed two fingertips together. And that might seem really kind of weird. But the thing is, is you really have to focus on how it feels. So it's not like just da 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 da. It's like, okay, feel the fingertip ridges on your finger. Are your fingertips dry? Are they smooth? What's the temperature of your fingertips? And really kind of focus on that. And again, you know, that helped me quiet that kind of that fight or flight mode that started to come up and just kept me grounded. And it was so beneficial because when I got on stage, they recognized that my microphone was not on. So they had to stop me mid-presentation and actually run, on, run out onto the stage, get my <laughs> microphone on, and then I had to restart. And had I not been in the right headspace, I would have completely derailed. <laughs> so these little things can help. They're little micro meditations. They take about 10 to 15 seconds. They don't take a lot of time. You can also focus on something you can hear. Um, it could be, you know, also if you're sitting down, it could be how does your butt feel in the chair, you know, uh, just really getting present. It's really engaging your senses. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. All these th these beautiful uh, tools that you're sharing with us are all about getting in the present moment, because when you're in the present moment, you can you're just right in the right now, and that is a calm place to be. That's always a calm place to be because in this moment, what we always 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 have, most of us anyway, is food in our belly, clothing on, shelter overhead, and love in our heart. That's what we got. In the moment, at any given moment, when you think you're experiencing a big giant lack or whatever, you if you can just remind yourself, get into the present moment by doing something, focusing, and our five senses are right available to us all the time. So that's the best way to get in the present. And then you can ask yourself your question this question: Do I in fact have everything I need? And the answer is almost always yes. Mm -hmm. And that can bring a sense of peace and calm right in the moment, right then and there. Yep. Um, I like to do this, if I had to be active listening, this wouldn't work, but I like to just um, put my palms up on my lap and put my feet, two feet on the ground without crossing my legs and just imagine that my feet are rooting into the ground. As I'm doing that, I'm also feeling sensations in my palms 
And the last thing I do, which I can't do and talk at the same time, but it's really amazing to do, is to relax the base of your tongue. Mm-hmm. As soon as that happens, all this woo, goes, ah. It's amazing. It's such a quick little thing. These little micro things that we're talking about, people can do them every day. Um, I'm not saying don't take a, don't have a meditation practice or a, a gratitude practice. I have my gratitude journal right here next to me. I didn't write in it yet today, but I shall. Because um, those are beautiful things to keep us focused. But it's really about focus. When you you get what you expect, you get what you focus on. So if you want to get good stuff and good feelings, you got to focus on the good stuff. And that we're creating new neural pathways um, it, in every moment that we choose to think about something differently than we did. So when you're triggered in the moment, we, we've given our audience today some beautiful tools to just stay in this moment and refocus in a way that brings peace and calm. But recognize that you had a trigger and maybe go back to your desk and write that down because that's your work to do. It's not for the other person to change. Sorry, that's the bad news for you, but it's actually really good news in disguise because you have the power to change how you react to someone else if you choose to think about it differently. And then that's those are the types of things that a coach like Lisa or I will absolutely help you with. These are the tools that we give to you, show you how to use while we're coaching you because we use them ad nauseum. <laughs> and <laughs> are like, oh my gosh, I can use it on myself. And that's what yeah. Lisa and I do every day. And that's why we can live balanced, healthy lives. My health is like 99% better than it was. My weight is, all that extra weight just came off. Um, I feel better about myself. I know who I am. I know what's right for me. I, I can stay in alignment. Um, I changed my life to fit who I am instead of me trying to fit like a square puzzle piece in a round hole. Mm-hmm. So um, these are beautiful strategies and it's not hard. It just takes practice. Yep. It's Absolutely. much harder to be stressed out, isn't it? That's much harder. It's it much is. harder to have it that is. that negative mindset. Much harder. Like people think, oh, this is hard. We can't be like you guys. No, it's actually easy. It's actually easy. Mm-hmm. And we teach people how to do that. And we help. We're not, we don't just teach you so you do it by yourself. We take you through it. And then we leave you with the tools to help yourself that you can help yes. yourself in the future. Yes. So. Wow. This has been such a great conversation, Lisa. Yes. I want to thank you so much for being on Conversations mm-hmm. with Your While. And um, I, if you have something to share with our audience, that would be fantastic. Um, do you have something? I do. So uh, we are putting in the notes here uh, the link to the positive intelligence saboteur assessment, which will help identify your top saboteur traits. And just again, it's about creating that awareness and learning about how those behavior traits are impacting your behavior and the behavior of others and how by creating awareness of them you can then intercept them with the tools that we just shared and live your happy healthiest most fulfilled life that's fabulous thank you i will be sure to put the link to that in the show notes for the audience And also audience, there will be ways to contact both Lisa and myself in case you want to just have a conversation, um, you know, with us. So we encourage you, I do anyway, to, you know, reach out and let's just talk because that's the best way to, to, you know, know if someone can really truly be of help. Because when you're talking with someone, you can 
tap into your gut instincts and then you'll know for sure. Absolutely. Um, so thank you again, Lisa. Um, and I'd love to also thank our audience. Thank you, devoted listener, for sharing your time with us today. And once again, I'm Linda Booker, helping smart, heart-centered leaders to make a splash that ripples positive change. And until next time, please subscribe and make sure that you've made this conversation worth your while by fueling the spark that it ignited.